Yeah, I want to apologize. I don't have any intro music like Dan usually does for the podcast. You know, this was perfect because everyone's going to be confused now. So <laughs> let me allow me to explain. So, hi, back with a special podcast. I'm your commissioner, Mr. Nick Weir, and I'm joined by a very special guest. Uh, the guest today is Chris Hambrook. Book? Brooke? I, am I butchering Brooke. that? Probably? Yeah, Brooke. Hambrook. Hambrook. Yeah. So one of the fun things I wanted to always do in the league is kind of get to know people. Some people have suggested, Chris, I know you've pushed it a few times, wanting to be on the podcast. And I feel like now in the fourth year, there's no time like the present to, you know, sit down, like do a little bit of an interview, get some backstory on some of the league members, because a lot of us are good friends with some people, but we might not know some others. So I think this would be, uh, or this is kind of a perfect time for that. So Everyone, meet Chris. Chris, how are you doing today? Yeah, good, Nick. Good. It's a good night, man. And I'm excited to kind of get to know everybody in the league. This is definitely a great idea. I wanted to jump at the opportunity. Because, um, yeah, I don't, I, I know I've met a handful of you mm-hmm. um, just in trips to Milwaukee and some <laughs> people traveling down to Florida. And then, uh, and I know Zane very well down here. He and I okay. both live in Gainesville. So, okay. Are you guys, so I don't, I should pull up a map, but are you guys dealing with any of the hurricane side effects stuff right now, or how is no, everything down by you guys? The whole thing skirted us. It, it was amazing, because we were, uh, 48 hours before the storm, we were dead to rights almost. The eye really? was tracking right over Gainesville, and then the thing just started, every update was tracking more uh, southeast, southeast, southeast. So what ended up happening is we didn't get maybe an inch of rain and some, oh, wow. some wind. I, I was joking with my dad who's in South Florida for the golfers out there, you know, about a three club wind. That's about it. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad that you guys avoided the brunt of that. Cause that's, you know, scary stuff. So glad yeah, you guys well, are safe. Unfortunately got messed up though. So if you know anybody okay. down there, shoot them a text. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of mentioned you're in Florida, but can you kind of just describe, you know, give us some background on yourself, Chris, like your career, you know, your family situation, anything yeah. relevant you so, want to kind of share with us? Yeah, so I started out, um, I grew up in South Florida in just the Fort Lauderdale area. People know that city pretty well. Um, and then up to Gainesville for undergrad, went to UF. Um, from Gainesville, I went to dental school in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I did oh, live okay. in Wisconsin for four years. Oh, wow. Uh, How'd then, you like it up here? What's that? How did you like it up in Wisconsin? Oh, I love Wisconsin. Milwaukee's one of my favorite towns to go. So the, um, and then, uh, no, it, everybody's amazing up in the, in the Midwest. And then, oh, yeah. uh, and I have a bunch of family ties up there too. My dad's actually from the suburbs of Chicago. I have okay. cousins all over Chicago and Milwaukee. So we, we, we love the Midwest. Oh, awesome. That's, that's a small world. Yeah. And then and then from there, I came back down to Gainesville for uh, a residency. So I'm an oral surgeon here in Gainesville. Oh, okay. Uh, which kind of gets into the, the, you know, I started out okay in the league. And then there was the middle two years. In the middle two years, I really wanted to take the podcast to kind of explain what happened. So, so was that just insane residency period for you or what no, was going on? it's actually post-residency okay so the second year of the league i had um i was 
started private practice. I finished up residency. I started private okay. practice, which is a little bit of a pill to swallow being out by yourself and learn all this stuff. Then, um, then uh, COVID happened. Yep. Trying to study for boards. Um, my wife gets pregnant with our second kid. So we have oh. two boys now. Congratulations. And so, yeah, thanks. And he, yeah, he's one now, the the youngest. And okay. uh, and then buying a practice and wow. then studying for boards and having a newborn. So now you'll see this year, it's kind of when I'm actually like have a little bit more time and can, I think I'm already starting to show a little bit more of uh, some resilience in the, in, you know, my team and everything. Um, so it's kind of interesting there. So so yeah, I've had my practice now for three years. Um, basically, I do all sorts of crazy stuff from the clavicles up. Um, you've named it. I've done some wild things. Uh, so so yeah. Wow. So you are a very busy person, and this all makes sense now. When people were like, "Why is Chris not answering?" or "Why am I not seeing anything from you?" were dealing with my a whirlwind. Yeah, that's I. I have one kid and another one on the way in November, and that's enough for me. So I can't imagine having a, your own practice and studying for boards and stuff like that. So more power to you on that. Yeah. Congrats um, to you on the second one. Just get thanks. ready. It's a uh, organized oh, chaos and just survive. <laughs> we're, ba we're barely surviving right now with one <laughs> some days, so I don't know how this is going to go. But, you know, we'll figure it out. My parents did it. So that's right. But right. Yeah. All right, let's, I mean, go back to kind of Dynasty and stuff. Um, is this, is this your first time doing Dynasty or kind of what sort of your background in like kind of the fantasy football realm? So um, fantasy football started off, I started a league with my family and college friends okay. that we still have. We're in, I think, year 12. Oh, wow. Actually, Zane's in it. So I'm the commissioner of that league. It's a redraft league. Okay. Um, PPR with one keeper every year who wherever you drafted them that's where you get to keep them in the next year's draft but you can only keep them one year okay how's your so, team looking in that yeah so so that um so we did that and then okay then uh zane and i i you know i met zane i think halfway through residency or so so we were at a um a friend's house one day and he was telling me about this crazy league um <laughs> dynasty league that he was in i was like oh man that sounds intense that sounds like it would be up my alley um because i'd like to try it out and stuff um you know because I, I i'm a you know big football fan my dad mm -hmm. played college football and stuff so i grew up watching the sport and stuff um so he um he was like oh yeah i got it. my buddies are trying to start this league so why don't, why don't I, I i think they got room for one more so i jumped on it so it's been an interesting uh getting used to it, mm -hmm. I would say, and especially kind of figuring out where everybody values different things. That was the the big thing for me, um, of, uh, you know, especially with quarterbacks. I probably, in our first draft, I probably would have gone a little bit heavier handed with sure. some of the young quarterbacks um, rather than who did I draft? Um, I don't oh, even man. Remember. Running back for the Rams who got – Hurt like that first year we oh, had the league. Gurley, I think. Yeah, Todd Gurley, and then everything. Maybe you had Cam Newton or something. Yeah, you're. I had Cam for a little bit. I had Dak for a little bit. I oh yeah, that's right. Time, um, but 
And then I actually had Travis Kelsey for a while, too. That's uh, right. Yeah. But what I learned after losing a bit, like one of your bigger investments, especially mm-hmm. not investing in any like strong quarterback, mm-hmm. is that uh, it takes a while to, uh, if you don't have a good quarterback in Dynasty, that's that's everything. So the what my strategy has been lately is, obviously you see I've been building up some draft picks. Yep. So especially for this coming draft season. So my idea is to, use this next year to really invest into quarterbacks. Um, especially with, like I said, I have so many young pieces that are ready to just you know, blow the roof off. So, yeah, I mean, you gotta be very excited. Like, you know, you took your lumps to start things off and I feel like everyone that's played in a dynasty league has that sort of experience of regret and you look back and you just kind of cringe at like maybe some of your first moves or how you did things, but I mean, you're sitting kind of pretty now, right? I mean, Jamar Chase is amazing. You have, you know, Hollywood Brown you got for me. Thanks for that. Um, (laughs) You know, Traylon Burks is intriguing. And then, I mean, I got to give you, like, a chance right now to rant on Damian Pierce. I mean, if you went to UF, you obviously have to be a huge Gator fan. So I'm sure he was a priority for that. Um, Yeah, let's, I mean, how are you feeling about Damian Pierce? Is he, like, the real deal for sure? So I, so my, my, I, and this is one of the other reasons I wanted to jump on here. So Damian uh-huh. Pierce, if yeah. you're any semblance of a Gator fan, okay. Damian Pierce was always this like unused golden gun that, that Dan Mullen never seemed to want to utilize, especially after he lost Pitt, Trask, and Tony, yeah. um, as well as Van Jefferson, you know, in, in the same graduating class. If you think about that offense, so I was, I mean, I'm a diehard Gator fan. Um, and uh, in looking at all that, after they graduated that class, we saw so much um, talent from Damian mm-hmm. Pierce whenever he touched the ball. I was like, this guy's going to, you know, blow the blow the roof off. But, um, and then the, the hype train from the camps and everything, he was just, you know, easily running back one, um, yeah. so I knew what he could do, even with the shoddy line and, and, you know, poor play calling to me, he's going to be a piece that they're going to re- be able to build around. Obviously they'll get some, you know, some other talent around him, you know, improve the line, improve the quarterback play and you get some wide receivers and stuff. But, you know, that 75 yard touchdown run. He and, was explosive. That was, I mean, phenomenal. Um, yeah, so, shout out to Dan there. Sorry I had to beat you this week. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fun now because obviously, you know, you're not, spoiler alert, you're not going to make the playoffs this year. But, no. like, you're kind of like, you got four picks, you know, in this upcoming, or four first-round picks, you know, in a very right. deep draft class. You know, you have your own pick, you know, so it'll be high. But you got you got players that are, like, good now, so you're not, like, just a complete rollover, like, you know, you're going to put up a fight and make people uncomfortable at times this year, which is kind of fun. Exactly. The one the one piece I'm a little bit disappointed to start the year because of his injuries is Kadarius Tony. I thought this was going to be a little bit more of a coming out year for him. But we, if you watch him with his the ball in his hands, just he's got some talent there. I just think he might be a little bit of a head case, too. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, are you just do you just have a soft spot like it's any Gator like it's. Anthony Richardson, if he declares, going to be your guy next year? No, no. He's uh, <laughs> he, Anthony Richardson right now, he reminds me a lot of 
um, Cam Newton. Okay. He's got in and for an arm, can throw yeah. the ball across the field, no problem. But um, just the consistency is not there. Like, you don't know which one you're going to get. He might be the guy who's hitting everybody right between the numbers, or he might be the guy who is overthrowing everything. So I'm not as high on him, but he just reminds me a ton of Cam. Um, but um, mostly SEC guys. Okay. I tend to. I, I know. I think last year I got a little bit of heat, um, or two years ago I got a little bit of heat for not taking one of the quarterbacks, uh, Justin Fields and Trey yeah. Lance with Jamar Chase, or I forget how that all went down. No. Yeah. You. I think it was you had the the fourth or third or fourth pick. And, yeah. Um, Pitts went too. I'm assuming you were sweating out, hoping to get him, but yes, when that didn't I was happen. Go after him if he was there. But when that didn't happen, I mean, you took Chase and kudos to you. It definitely looked like it's the right call, at least you know, two years. Yeah, I, I tend to like the SEC to okay. to be completely honest. Um, the Ohio State quarterbacks never really really <laughs> pan out too well. So Bryce Young is your guy if he's there on the board. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Possibly, possibly. The <laughs> Alabama guys are a little bit sketchy too, but they've been okay lately. That's true. So, I mean, okay, we've talked about like, you know, your young guys. Um, how are you feeling like about like some of the rest of the players on your roster? I mean, is this, are you feeling content with everyone? Is there a player like, you know, that you're maybe looking to move? Like give people that are trying to make trades. I know people always are. Like, is there anyone on your roster that people should be reaching out on? Or are you like... Nope, I'm good. You know, how are you feeling about things well, right now? Really, the the young guys I want to build on. Someone offered me um, a trade off for, for Jamar Chase. It was like he's he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, but really, everybody else, I mean, um, is is open for a trade from my end. Okay. Um, and even Damian Pierce. So the uh, to rewind to I listened to the podcast you guys did last week, and there was a question was like, oh, why would you know we didn't like him for your team. Yeah, my my draft strategy is usually kind of tends to be all right, best available, right? With okay. the draft class, I try and look at all right, who do I like? Who who can be some talent? And then if that piece hits, I can use that to maybe you know be like, okay, this is an equal trade where I can actually go get someone who, you need, you know, like a better wide receiver or strengthen up tight ends or something like that. Because some down the road, someone gets an injury, let's say CMC goes down again. And someone's looking for a young running back. Well, hey, Damian Pierce is right there. Let's talk for a trade. You know what I mean? Something yeah, like no, that. that no, that makes complete sense. I mean, at the end of the day, we could talk about like fits and like what makes logical sense. But at the end of the day, you're right. Like draft good players. You have good players. You can move them for good players. But drafting a quarterback just because it's a quarterback and then they bust, like that doesn't help anyone. Yeah, and I and to be honest, I think it was Trey Lance who I had an option to draft, and I was like, I just. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And he might he might pan out well, but uh, um, you know those first two games where he was healthy this year, it was like, eh. eh. Yeah, it wasn't too hot. Um, so I mean, okay, obviously you're not making the playoffs this year, but I mean, how is there any goals that you have for yourself? Whether it's all right, I'm gonna move Jimmy Garoppolo, or oh, I want to keep all my picks, or I want to get more picks. Like, are there any kind of just self-imposed goals or things that you hope to accomplish maybe the rest of the season? Honestly, I just want to see the young guys, you know, keep <laughs> one, stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. And then two, two um, I, I want to see what, you know, I kind of 
gauge them. Unfortunately, like I said, my two young receivers, Kadarius Tony and you know uh, Traylon Burks is now hurt with turf toe. He's going to be out for some time, so we won't get to see him quite as much. Um, but uh, really, uh, just kind of ride out this year. Maybe surprise mm-hmm. everyone with a you know surprise win every now and then. Um, like you know, like 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 just this weekend. Like um, I think I had a chance, and I checked on you know the Sunday afternoon game. Uh-huh. I think I had a sixty percent chance of winning. I was like, get get fuck out of here. <laughs> um, and then, uh, um, but really, probably ride out this year, and then be pretty active in the in the off season here. Um, I mean, if if Dan, if you want four first round picks for you know Josh Allen, just let me know, man. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's okay. So, like, now obviously you're you've got players that are developing. You know, a roster starting lineup is kind of starting to form. You still have a lot of draft picks upcoming. I mean, what's kind of your goal for next year? You know, is is it just to kind of continue developing? Do you think I'm going to push for playoffs next year? Is it too soon to answer a question like that? I, it it depending on depending on what I can make happen with all these first round picks. I mean, mm-hmm. so I have four first rounds next year as well as two second round next year. So that's, you know, within the first 24 picks, I'm picking, I have six picks. Um, With that, you know, towards the end of the season and and kind of heading into the draft, I've noticed, you know, our, our draft value kind of rises, right? So our first round picks, you know, during the season, I don't think get as much value, but once we hit the off season and get, much closer to the draft and everybody seeing the combine numbers, getting excited about a particular player, our first round pick draft values really have like just escalate there. So that's why I said, I'll probably ride out the season unless someone gives me like, like I said, you know, someone wants to give you Josh or Dan wants to give you Josh Allen. Yeah. Or, you're all ears. or Patrick Mahomes or anyone like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, offers like that, you know, that I'd be, I'd be, you know, interested in talking about, um, but outside of that, I'll probably write out the season and see what, where people are going to start valuing these things. Cause this is supposed to be going to be a, a draft class worth, you know, that we'll be talking about for ages here. Yeah. I mean, so like how, you know, obviously being a rebuilding team, are you more focused now on college football this year? Um, just with all your picks or like, how are you kind of balancing that between, you know, obviously the NFL and like the actual players you have, first kind of the hopes and dreams that you might have next year yeah so it's funny this great question i you know so anytime the gators are on the gators are on tv um but i have been staying up a little bit more to watch some of the you know west coast games um unfortunately sometimes you know staying up and watching what ohio state does just to (laughs) get a little bit better gauge of the players outside the sec i usually have a good gauge of the players in the sec just because i see them play week in and week out um but i have been paying a little bit more attention just this season to uh to to the some of the uh, college games outside the sec very cool that's exciting well i mean i think we're kind of winding down here chris so i'm going to give you you know just kind of the platform if there's anything you want to say if you want to shit talk me for (laughs) <laughs> Anything I've said about your team, if you want to, you know, a plea to the league or if you want to, you know, really sell Davis Mills to everyone, to someone to come buy him or whatever <laughs> you want to do, this is your time to talk to the league and say your piece. 
No, I just, you know, I hope when people listen to it, they understand why I wasn't able to really respond the last two years. I've been a little bit better trying to be better. I, my notifications on the app have been kind of weird too, and I've been actually okay. more responsive just because I check it more frequently now and have some more time. Um, but it, no, it's so far, it's a fun league, and I think I'm going to start being a little bit more competitive rather than saying, oh, is Chris going to be at the first or the second pick this year? Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, looking at just all the young pieces and stuff that I have, you know, and then, like I said, starting to get a surprise win every now and then make people open their eyes and be like, oh, he might know what he's doing here. Um, and then, uh, yeah, definitely starting to look at, um, especially some of the younger quarterbacks, if um, I would say I wanted to tell people if, if uh, you know, being one of the up and coming teams, I'm ready to start, you know, moving some people around for particularly young quarterbacks um, it would be the thing and even making like some blockbuster trades. So if people are having a down year and said, Oh, I need to restart. Um, it'll kind of sink for two years. Shoot me an offer. You know, you'll ride out your thing and you know, maybe I can get one of these championships under my belt. All right. So if you have a quarterback, Chris is all yours and ready to rock and roll. And you've got the picks to make it happen. So That's right. All right. Well, Chris, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day, um, doing important things like saving people's lives and doing important operations and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, no, this was fun. And I hope everyone in the league, you know, now knows, you know, you a little bit better. And, you know, maybe we'll see a big blockbuster deal in the near future for you. That's right. That's right. Oh, and then, and then Dan did get it correct. I am, I do live in Percy Harvin's old house, by the way. Wait, really? The, the beginning of this season, I did an exorcism to get rid of the ghost of Percy Harvin past, too. So basically, it's just a big marijuana stench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's no, amazing. just kidding. But we did, we did, we did buy his old house. Uh, uh, he's still in Gainesville, but he got a bigger house. So, ah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny story. That's great. That's right. All right. Well, on that note, thanks for having me, Nick. Yeah, thanks for joining me, and best of luck the rest of the year, Chris. And I want to see you beat Dan once more again this year. That's right. (laughs) He didn't know what was coming. (laughs) No, he didn't. All right. Thanks, Chris. All right, man. See ya.